Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, 46410. Our worship hours is on Sundays at 10 a.m. And our Bible study is Tuesdays at 7 p.m. And you can see us on Facebook. Um, also, please check out our Twitter and our Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to hit the like button. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get all the latest content that is on this channel. If you would like to donate or be a part of Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries, go to our website where you will see everything that we do there. Uh, you can reach us at tommic.wixsite.com slash meeting. And if you would like to email us or talk to us, email us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C at yahoo.com. Now on back to our service. Welcome to Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. And we are located in Maryville, Indiana. And today we're going to be in the book of Proverbs 13, starting at the 14th verse. We did 1 through 13 last week, and it was really insightful. So now we are about to go into uh, Proverbs 13 and 14, and we're just going to jump right in, okay? All right, so Proverbs 13 and 14, and it starts out, The teaching of the wise is a fountain of life. The teaching of the wise is a fountain of life. And, and a lot of times, we don't listen to wise people. Amen, amen. We have a lot of people that have wisdom in our lives that we just don't listen to. And a lot of that is arrogance. A lot of that is ego. Because we feel like nobody can tell us anything. I don't need nobody telling me what to do. I don't need nobody telling me what I'm doing wrong. I don't need nobody telling me how to live my life. You know, so you get this sense of you, <clears throat> and you, and you won't let it go, and you're too proud and have too much pride to say I was wrong, and you're right, uh -huh. and let me take heed to what you say. You know. Right. So we, we really have to pay attention to that. The teaching of the wise is a fountain of life. Now, when it says fountain, that means, you know what a fountain is, right? When you see a fountain, that's a lot of water coming out. Which means that's a lot of wisdom coming down that you just will not adhere to. It says that one may turn away from the snares of death. Somebody's trying to tell you something to keep you from going into uh, eternal darkness. Say that, say that. And you refuse to listen. And the question is, you know, why? <laughs> why would you not listen to somebody who is trying to help you save your soul? Fifteen says, "Good sense wins favor, uh -huh. 
Good sense wins favor. It sounds simple, right? Mm -hmm. But good sense wins favor with who? <clears throat> with God. Say that, say that. Right. Favor with me means nothing. <laughs> you know? That's right. But you win favor with God when you use good sense. Uh-huh. Well, I thought nothing was good but God. Yeah, but sense can be good. Because mm -hmm. it's God's teachings that you listen to. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Right? Mm -hmm. Good sense wins favor. It says, but the way of the treacherous is their ruin. Do you know your own treachery could be your own downfall? Uh-huh, uh-huh. hurt ourselves right mm -hmm. and usually it's the people we close to the people that we are closest to that's who we hurt the most mm -hmm. but we don't understand as we hurt them we hurt ourselves And see, he says the way of the treacherous means you are being treacherous to somebody else. It says, is your is their ruin, which means the person that's causing the treachery is the one who's ruining themselves. Uh -huh. So you ain't hurting nobody but yourself. Right. For you to hurt someone, you have to hurt yourself first. Did you know that? When you beat up somebody, you hurt somebody. You think you did something? You hurt yourself more because God is looking at you. Say that, say that. Right? Mm -hmm. See, Putin got more to answer to than just NATO. Right. <laughs> That's right. Right? Uh -huh. 16 says, in everything, the prudent people who are, you know, uh, prudent is people who, who um, take their time and patient. Mm -hmm. It says the prudent acts with knowledge. Mm -hmm. They think before they do crazy stuff. Right? Right. People who are prudent, you know, they they see a situation and they see it about to go bad and they think about the next step. Uh -huh. It says, but a fool flaunts his folly. You ever see foolish people flaunt their folly? Instead of thinking, as soon as something happens, they just go all off the handle and doing crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the day, they're the ones apologizing, looking crazy. Oh, yeah. We have to, I mean, when you come to Christ, uh -huh. did you really come to Christ or are you just messing around? You know? Are you really in Christ or are you just 
plan. Mm -hmm. Flaunting folly. Uh -huh. You know, and it says fools do that. Fools. the Bible says fools do that if the Bible tells you not to call no man fool the Bible tells you don't call your brother a fool which means these people that are fools ain't in Christ uh -huh. these are not your brothers and sisters right. these are people uh -huh. acting a fool that's it <laughs> that's it <laughs> okay 17 says, a wicked messenger falls into trouble. Mm -hmm. You ever seen a wicked messenger? Somebody just bringing bad news all the time, all on the purpose? Time. Yeah. Mm. Just to see your reaction? Right. <laughs> a wicked messenger falls into trouble. Wow. Hey, did you see what they was doing yesterday? Uh-huh. Yeah, I saw what they did yesterday. I read mm. all about it. No, but did you see it, though? Right. Uh -huh. <laughs> you see it like I saw it. Uh -huh. And then everybody looking at you like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Or when they see you coming, it's like, okay, you know it's about to be one. Yeah. Always those type of people. But it says, but a faithful envoy brings healing. You ever seen an envoy of people? Just a whole lot of good people. They bring help. Uh -huh. So, do you want to start mess or do you want to heal your families? Uh -huh. Heal your brothers and sisters, your co-workers. You want to be a healing factor to these people or you just want to be the person that started a lot of mess all the time? Uh -huh. Come on now. Eighteen says, "Poverty and disgrace uh, uh, comes to him who ignores instruction. You will never get ahead if you won't listen to instruction." I have to listen to instruction when I have something going on that I don't know nothing about. I have people I call. When I got issues, I got people I call. There's people that call me. My wife tells me, uh -huh. look, don't do that. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and tell her, hey, let me tell you something. <laughs> 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 you know? Okay. We have to be, I mean, you have to be able to take criticism and you have to be able to give criticism without mess you know and 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 being able to take it and being able to dish it out is equally important because God holds you accountable for what you don't say and for what you say he holds people accountable if you just let something slide that you know is wrong you know, God holds people accountable for that. 
But at the same time, as the person being the recipient of what's going on and what is being said, you have to take that in stride. If somebody comes to you that's in Christ and they really want to help you and they're trying to talk to you, as a person in Christ, you're supposed to listen, uh -huh. take heed, whether you like it or not, without going off. You know? Because for the person to come to you in the first place, it needs to be considered. Maybe I need to think about that. Right? You know? But see, we make things get ugly very quickly for no reason. When they don't have to even go there. Not even that serious. Right? Right. Think about 18 though. Poverty and disgrace comes to him who ignores instruction. Poverty means you 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 you're poor. <laughs> Not just in money, but you're poor in spirit. You're poor in your finances. You have a poor attitude. Right? Everything about you is emotionally and physically and, and mentally poor. Uh -huh. And you bring poverty to yourself. And not only that, you bring disgrace too. Because you make people don't want to talk to you, don't want to deal with you. Right. And we all had those terrible people. You would be like, well, let's go over such and such. Oh, man, I ain't going over there. <laughs> I ain't going over Mm -mm, no, sir. Right? right? Yeah, we about to go out to the thing. We about to go get something to eat. And, uh -huh. Who you going with? So I just said, oh, no, I'm good. <laughs> you know? And see that person that, that says, I'm good? You don't want to be the other person that they don't want to see. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And we all have those people in our life that we say, yeah, you know what, I'm good. I ain't going over there. I don't want to deal with them. Forget all that. And if you haven't had that, you probably be the person. Uh -huh. <laughs> I ain't running to that. I ain't never ran into that. Because you're the person everybody don't want to see. <laughs> Do you go anywhere? No, I ain't been nowhere in a long time. <laughs> mm -hmm. oh, yeah, well, yeah. You. 19 says, uh, a desire fulfilled is sweet to the soul. Uh, uh. Desire fulfilled is sweet to the soul. When you have your own desires and your things that you want to do in your life, it's fulfilling when you get those, right? Right, right. It's fulfilling not to just you, it's to your soul. Uh, uh. It says, but to turn away from evil is an abomination to fools. To turn, I mean, listen to what it said. To turn away from evil is an abomination to fools. Which means there is no way as a fool that I'm going to turn away from evil. That's what it's saying. Right. <laughs> right? 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 Right?
there's no way I'm doing evil all day, every day. <laughs> wow. You can't turn me away from being a fool doing evil. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. The Bible say that. The Bible say that. <laughs> Ain't that crazy? Yeah. Wow. Now how many people can honestly say that I know somebody who ain't doing nothing but evil all day? Uh -huh. Wow. That's who they are. And then you got people who still hang with them. <laughs> uh -huh. Know how they are. They do it. Well, you know, he not evil. He just misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> We make excuses. Uh -huh. We make yeah. excuses for people who are an abomination to God. Uh -huh. yeah. That's crazy too. Mm -hmm. wow. 20 says, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise. But the companion of fools will suffer harm. Right? Mm -hmm. So if you are wise, you walk with wise people. Right. Mm. Uh -huh. I tell people all the time, and, and, and this is this this is how it goes. Mm -hmm. You know? You wanna get you wanna um you wanna get right with some people who are business orientated. Uh -huh. Start hanging around business-orientated people. Right. Right? Uh -huh. You want some good friends? Start hanging around good people. Right. 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 You want some wise friends? Hang around some wise people. That's right. You know, I don't, you know, in, in this church, we don't, we don't preach, you know, prosperity but I mean if you want to be wealthy you need to talk to some wealthy people uh -huh. you can't talk to a whole bunch of poor people and try to get wealthy that's true no you can't unless you're just trying to learn what not to do hmm. okay. you know what I mean uh -huh. I mean we we got to we We are, you know, you want to change your circumstances and your life, the change starts with you. But you have to change your environment. Because uh -huh. see, if you, if you need to change, if you say, you know what, I need to do a life change. Okay, a life change. If you need to change in any kind of way, the things around you need to change, which means you have to change. You have to change the way you think. You have to change the way the, the people around you because you'll be stuck in the same place. Say that. Right. And you'll be right back where you started and saying, I want to change again. <laughs> but in, in reality, you didn't change at all. Right? 
So this is where God comes in with the wise. Your life, if you need to change your life, come to Christ. Because you can't do the change on your own. Mm -hmm. You tried that. That's, right. That's why you're here in church. That's right. Tried to do it on your own. Mm -hmm. And it didn't work. We here because it didn't work on my own. I know I'm here because I tried it on my own for years and it didn't work and I'm here now. And I found my life to be better in Christ than outside of Christ. Right? I had to make a life change. I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, I had to make a life change. I, I couldn't hang around the same people I was hanging around before. I couldn't do the same things I was doing before. I couldn't go the same places I was going before. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. I couldn't hold down the same jobs that I was holding down before because they were leading me nowhere. Uh -huh. Right? Right. There was one time in my life I was like, you know what, I'm going to work really hard in the summertime. I'm going to make a lot of money. I had three jobs at one time. I only had enough time to come home, change clothes, and get into the other outfit and go, and go to work. Three jobs at one time. And what I found out at the end of all of that, I didn't make no more money than I was making if I would have just kept one or two. Because I had to change that environment. Because I was getting the same type of job with the same type of mindset and coming up with the same result. Nothing changed. And you, and you will find yourself frustrated. Right. You'll find yourself frustrated. You'll find yourself getting bitter. Mm -hmm. You'll be mad at the world and mad at people because of your situation. Mm -hmm. And all you have to do is change. I mean, make a serious go at it. Uh -huh. with change. Right. And know what that means to change. Because you already been through what you've been through and you got this far. This is as far as you can go with what you're doing. Now something has to give. You either gonna ride this on out to the end like you are, or you're gonna change something and better yourself. And see what we do is fear change. We'd rather stay in what we know than go into the unknown. Right? I don't, I, I, I fear changing my lifestyle. I, I fear moving on forward to this way. When I'm comfortable right here, I don't like where I'm at, but I know how to handle where I'm at. It's easy for me to handle this. I've been doing this a long time. All right. 
But see, inside you, you know it's something more and better for you. But you don't want to move forward because you don't know what that is or what that's going to entail or what you're going to have to go through to get it. Right. But we have to make a serious change. And we have to have God in the change. Because uh -huh, uh -huh. He is the only one who can truly change you. You ever seen... I was watching this movie one time. And um, I think it was like called The Legends. And we were watching it, me and my wife. And um, they went into this room. And they kept running up and down these stairs. <laughs> and everywhere they went... They ended up right back in the living room. <laughs> they did. It was just the craziest room. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no matter which way they tried to go, mm -hmm. they ended up back in the same place that they was in. Uh -huh. You can't do it by yourself. Because mm -hmm. it might seem different to you. If I take this way instead of going this way, or I take over there and I go down here, you're going to end up back in the same living room. Uh -huh. You're going to end up in the same place More frustrated mm -hmm. Because you're still here In the same place I'm not making no more money than I'm making I'm not doing no better than I'm doing uh -huh. I keep ending up with the same people Over and over again I end up with the same job over and over again oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm I thought when I changed, when I was coming up, I was like, okay, I was a manager at White Castle. Then I went from a manager at White Castle. I needed to make a change, so I became a manager at Taco Bell. Uh -huh. <laughs> still the fast food, still managing, still making the same type of money. Uh -huh. Then I said, you know what? I think I'm going to go to TJ Maxx. And I, and that's a change for me. And I went there. So instead of doing... Food, I'm doing, instead of doing fast food, I'm doing retail, which is, retail is just the fast food with clothes. <laughs> <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? So I needed to change from that, so I ended up at Blockbuster uh, Music, which is a music store. It's a fast food for music. I'm in fast food still. Still. <laughs> right? Still making the same money. Still a manager. But still making the same type of money. Ain't really going nowhere. Ended up at Blockbuster Video. I went from Blockbuster Video to Blockbuster Music. But at the same time, I'm still at Blockbuster. Yeah. Still a manager. Mm -hmm. Still making the same kind of money. What is Blockbuster? Fast food. <laughs> With videotapes. Same thing. Yeah. Fast food, retail. Yeah. Videotapes, all that stuff. Man. Same thing. Same old two step. Same old two step. <laughs> Different environment. Mm -hmm. But the same thing. Mm -hmm. I'm getting the same result. Making the same type of money. Yeah. <laughs> and you fool yourself into believing you didn't done something. Yeah. And you didn't do nothing but Change fast food restaurants. <laughs> uh, uh. That's it. That's it. That's it. So we have to do better. Right? My big change didn't come till I came to Christ. Amen. 
Now I'm doing a lot of things. I mean, I done wrote books. I didn't. <laughs> I did a lot of stuff since I came to Christ. Yeah. Way different from when I was working as right. you know in retail and fast food. That's right. Because I truly desired a change in my life. Mm -hmm. I knew I wanted a change, but I didn't know how to do it. Right. And I tried doing it on my own and I knew I needed something else. So instead of doing a natural change, I did a spiritual change, which happened to help me in my natural life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's the key. Doing a spiritual change that's going to help you in your natural life. And the only one who can do that is Christ. Christ has to do that. Whoever walks with wisdom, I mean, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise. But the companions of fools will, will suffer harm. And you will. You will suffer harm if you just keep hanging out with foolish people. I'm not a fool, but all my friends are fools. That makes you a fool for hanging with fools. Why do you think you're not a fool if you're hanging with fools? I'm the only fool. I'm the only one that's not a fool. Don't, don't do that to yourself. Right. Don't do that to yourself. All my friends fools, but I ain't no fool. Uh oh, uh -huh, uh -huh. well, you a fool for calling them friends? Because mm -hmm. <laughs> fools ain't gonna help you do nothing good. Uh -huh. Twenty one says disaster pursues sinners. I and I hope this is helping somebody. Say that, say that. Because this is actually some good stuff. Mm -hmm. This is, you, you really need this. I know it's people that be stuck for years trying to figure out what to do uh -huh. with their lives and why I keep running in the same problems, being with the same type of people, in the same type of relationship over and over and over and over again. Uh -huh. You will not change. You need to change. Right. But you need to make a serious change. Right. Not changing partners. Because a lot of people think they can change. They, they'll move from state to state. Uh -huh. And still have the same issues when they get to the other state. Because you don't realize. Yeah, because you don't realize the problem is you. Uh -huh. Right? <laughs> right? Well, I'm going to move away from here. And we're going to start over. Because I, I need a new start. But you're taking you with you. Right. Mm -hmm. You the problem. That's right. This is why God tells you in the scriptures that He tells you, Paul tells you, take off that old man and put on the new man. Because you taking this old man with you, he ain't gonna do you no good. Everywhere you go, the old you is with you. Take him off and take the new person with you. The new you. The one God gave you. Uh -huh. And watch change truly happen in your life. That's right. It says disaster pursues sinners. You're just looking 
for trouble. Uh-huh. And you're going to find it when you just sin and you know you're wrong. Right. You're doing crazy stuff on purpose. Right? Mm-hmm. You ever seen people just push buttons on you because they know what will get you upset? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I have friends like that. I've been in relationships like that. They just press your buttons. Uh-huh. And, you do, and they know what will irritate you, get you mad. Those are people that's, that's sinning on purpose. And disaster comes to you when you do that. Uh-huh. You, you just head yourself straight into a disastrous moment. Uh-huh. For you, your household, your uh-huh. friends, your neighbors. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, we always talk about in here how what you do and what happens in your life doesn't just hurt you. Uh-huh. It hurts uh-huh. a lot of people around you. Right? It says, but the righteous are rewarded with good. God rewards people who act right. Righteous people, God just says, okay, you're doing the right thing. This was a bad situation, but I got you. Because righteous people understand no matter what goes on, God got them. Right? No matter how bad my situation, God got me. Right. No matter what's going on in my life, God got me. Uh-huh. I don't have to get upset because God got me. Sure. I can walk away from that because God got me. I can stay in that because God got me. Uh-huh. And God rewards the good. Say that, say that. 22 says, a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. A good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Mm-hmm. Not for his children. Not just for his children, but for his children's children. It's mm-hmm. a good person to do that. Because what does that mean? That means you care for more than people than you. And and you literally care about your generations and your and, and your um, and your lineage. Mm-hmm. Which God loves that. Because God likes to work through your lineage. Mm-hmm. He wants to work through your lineage. Especially if you are in Christ. God wants you to put a whole bunch of people in your family like you. Right. That doesn't mean all your cousins and all that stuff are going to come to Christ. But that means in your immediate family. You in Christ. Husband in Christ. Wife in Christ. You get your kids in Christ. Your kids get their kids in Christ. That's how you create a dynasty. Say that. That's what God wants you to do. Create a lineage of Him. And you tell your kids, and your kids tell their kids, and their kids tell their kids all about God. And you keep that in your family. And that breaks curses. Right? That's right. It says, but the sinners, but the sinner's wealth is laid up for the righteous. So if you are crazy. Right? Mm-hmm. And you're doing crazy things, but you got a lot of money, and because you got a lot of money, you act a fool. God said, that's okay, because it's going to be laid up for, for, for my people. Because when you pass on, that stuff got to go somewhere. Say that, say that. And most of the time, people are so arrogant that they don't, that they don't set up a lineage of where this money and all this stuff is supposed to go. 
So God just divvy it out to whoever he wants. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, you see a lot of people, I mean, nowadays, uh, everything is so tight, people losing castles. Uh-huh. People ain't losing, they ain't living in big houses anymore. Everybody got tiny houses. Uh-huh. So these inheritance of having these big old houses and stuff, you can't nobody afford to keep them. And most of the time when you pass away, you got all of these big houses and all this stuff and you think these kids going to love your stuff. Mm -hmm. And all they're going to do when you die is sell it. Yeah. And split the money and move on. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. That's it. 23. The follow ground of the poor would yield much food, but it is swept away through injustice. The follow ground of the poor will yield much food. If you if you are in Christ, God God gonna look out for you. And I can testify to that. Me and my wife, we can testify to a lot of things that God did for us. Oh, we didn't yeah. have a lot of money to do it, and we were able to do it because God watched over us. Uh -huh. We had much food. We didn't. We don't hurt for anything. It's true. It says, but it is swept away through injustice. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Swept away through injustice. Uh -huh. Things that you get and things that you have, it can be. Lost just like that. That's right. You might have worked all your life to get all of this stuff and God could take all this stuff just like that. Look at Job. Job had a lot. Right? 24 says, Whoever spares the rod hates the son. But he who loves him is diligent to discipline him. Right? Don't whoop these kids. You won't go to jail. And then we wonder why these kids are killing folks and doing crazy things. Me and my wife was watching a movie yesterday and they calling the, the kids, calling the parents by their first names. What kind of mess is that? There is no kid on this earth that's gonna walk up to me and call me Ken. Hey, Ken. What? No kid on this earth will ever call me that. Yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> We don't discipline these kids, and they, we we don't discipline the kids, but we expect them to act right. Right. You don't want to discipline them, but you expect them to be right. Whoever spares the rod hates his son. Did you know that? 
You hate your children when you don't discipline them. Uh-huh. But he who loves him is diligent to discipline him. <laughs> you know, when we, we were young, you, just, you get a whooping, it's like, I'm whooping you because I love you. You don't feel like that when you get me. <laughs> but as you get older, you see those things that are instilled in you become important to your life when you get grown. But no, when you get in the way, you can't tell me that. When I'm getting the way. Whooping you because I love you. Bless. But that's, you know. But we have to discipline these kids because they are growing up doing some terrible things now. And that's because they don't nobody want to talk to them. You know? I mean, you can look on you can look on uh, TikTok and just listen to how these babies are talking to their parents. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's this one it's this one daycare child. Daycare child was in this in this classroom with this lady. And she said, Look here, the baby. She said, look here, Karen. She's like, my name's not Karen. She's like, look here, Linda. The baby. I don't want to be in here. And when I get out of timeout, you ain't going nowhere. You stay in the timeout. She's like, when I get out of timeout, I'm not coming back here. The baby. She's like three. I was like, what is wrong with these kids? The baby said, look here, Linda. <laughs> wow. This is, but this is where we at. Because nobody wants to put the principles that God has put in this book, in his scriptures, to work in these children. We're doing everything but that. And expect them to act right. 25 says, the righteous has enough to satisfy his appetite, but the belly of the wicked suffers want. The righteous has enough to satisfy his appetite. You ever been to in a situation where, you know, people are complaining at your job or you have your friends complaining about what's going on in their life? And they mad at you because you're not mad about nothing? <laughs> Why are you so happy all the time? You know. Because the righteous, it says, has enough to satisfy his appetite. We're good. We understand that God got us. That's what we were talking about earlier. But people that's not in Christ, they don't understand. They got anxieties. They're upset. They don't understand why you're not upset. I'm mad, but I'm mad because you're not mad. <laughs> I'm mad because you're not mad. At everything I'm mad at. Why you not mad at the stuff I'm mad at? What make you so good? <laughs> we got people like that. It says, but the belly of the wicked suffers one. Wicked people always, they, they're never satisfied. No matter how much they have, no matter how much you give them, how much they receive, how much they acquire, 
They're never satisfied. They want more. I need more. I need more. For what? Because I need more. People who have a lot of money like that, they just hoard it. They're money hoarders. They're stuff hoarders. They're hoarders. <laughs> it might be in a different way, but still hoarding. You don't even, you got more money than you can spend, and you're not giving nobody none. You're not helping nobody, and you ain't doing nothing for your community. You just, uh, uh, but you got more than you need, and still say you need more. I gotta keep hustling. I gotta keep on doing it. I gotta keep on making this paper. I gotta keep on. When you gonna rest? Mm -hmm. I rest when I die. You gonna, you gonna work and hustle all the way to your death? Wow. That ain't nothing but the devil. Uh -huh. yeah. uh -huh. Keeping you busy. Right. Till you die. That's sad. You never get to enjoy anything. We have to know. That the principles that God has put forth is there for a reason. It's to keep you at peace. But we don't do the things that keep us at peace. We do the things that are, that hurt us. We do the things that will uh, that keep us angry. That keep us wanting. That keep us upset. Give us anxieties. And all we have to do is come to Christ and get peace. Right? Remember when Jesus was in the bottom of the boat and he was and, and the ship was just rocking and his his um his disciples was all upset and they got Jesus and they like, You gonna let us die? You don't care? And they like, Why you why Jesus didn't wake up? You didn't see what was going on? Jesus is peace. You can't wait peace. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Jesus didn't wake up until his disciples cried out. Which means there was a problem in a peaceful situation that woke Christ up from his peace. Because the boat had peace. Until a cry out of something besides peace came out. Worry, anxieties, fear. That's what took Jesus out of his peace. God gives us peace. And he said, I don't give you the spirit of fear. But fear causes a whole lot of things. The anxieties and the worries and all of these things and the, and the anger and all of these emotions that come out. Fear does that. Jesus said, I didn't give you that. I give you peace. You took on fear. Yourself. This is why we are told. And, and this is why I always try to get off to us. Every time at the end of the sermon, make Jesus your Lord and Savior. Make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. Put some peace in your life. Give yourself change. And watch God go forth in your life. 
for the better. Amen. 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 Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you today for these scriptures. We thank you for allowing us to see that we can have peace if we just come to you. We don't want to be foolish. We want to use your wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, Father. So we thank you for being there for us. Father, we thank you for sending your Son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross. So now we have a chance at everlasting life. And in your word, you tell us to choose life. We thank and praise your name. In the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray and say, Amen. Amen. Stay blessed and faithful. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Hi. Thanks for watching Ten of Meeting Holiness Ministries. For more of God's Word, please subscribe to this channel. Don't forget to hit the like button and the notification bell so you can get all the latest content that is on this channel. Thanks again for coming. And as always, stay blessed and faithful.